Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, back here on Sports Talk. Joining us now from Locked On SEC is Chris Gordy. Chris, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, guys, anytime. LSU and Georgia in the SEC championship game, 17.5-point favorites are the Bulldogs over LSU. I wrote a column basically saying I would not be surprised if somehow Georgia is covering by, you know, six and all of a sudden you get a late touchdown for LSU and you end up covering. You agree? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been going back and forth on this and, and I've been diving into the numbers. So let, let me give you some some positives for, for the LSU fans and, and your audience. But number one, LSU has had a pretty, has done a pretty good job all season of covering tight ends. Uh, UAB's tight end, uh, you know, a, a week or so ago had 56 yards against them. Cameron Latu at, at Bama had 50 yards. Uh, John Sam, Samuel Shanker at, at Auburn had 42 yards. Outside of that, they've done a pretty good job of bottling up tight ends. Uh, Fant for Tennessee didn't do much. Zipper for Florida didn't do much. Statistically speaking, they're going to face the two best receiving tight ends in the SEC. Both of them are at Georgia. It's Brock Bowers and it's Darnell Washington. So uh, looking at just scheme-wise, I think this is a game where, like, Michael Baskerville is going to have to come up huge. Uh, he's been pretty solid, you know, as a, as a coverage linebacker. You know, how do they use Harold Perkins? Are they going to have him covering the tight ends at times? That'll be interesting to see. And then, statistically speaking, Stetson Bennett has been good, not great this year. He, he has improved his completion percentage from last year. He's gone from 64 to 67%. He has close to 300 more passing yards this year. But he's thrown 13 less touchdowns this year than he did a year ago. So th- there's just little uh, statistical things I'm looking at and going, okay, well, look, you know, maybe Georgia's not the behemoth, um, you know, number one overall team in the country, looks unbeatable. You know, maybe LSU has a chance if they do some of the little things here. Yeah, uh, one of the things, Gordy, uh, Chris, is that, uh, man, I, I don't know about Baskerville going up against Bowers too many times. I mean, <laughs> I, I, that, that, that would scare the ever loving hell out of me if I'm LSU having to match him up against Bowers. Bowers is like a receiver playing tight end. Um, but uh, this offense isn't quite as good as a year ago because I think the running back combination, Georgia's running back combination a year ago was really, really good. Um, and it's not quite as good this year. They big up front. But what's shocking to me is how well they played on defense. When you lose all that talent to the NFL and you reload the rifle, and Bobby has a statement all the time about bend but don't break. And well, yeah, I, and you're only giving up 11 points a game. You're giving up 11 points a game. They yeah. and, and I told this to Christian and Herb one, one Saturday. I said, you know what, Georgia is? They break you over, they break you down, and then they bend you over and they spank you because defensively they give you so many different looks and they come at you so many different ways 
Sometimes it's a corner blitz or a safety blitz. Sometimes it's the linebackers. And then they drop people in coverage. They throw you so many different looks, but they're doing it with different people. That's what, to me, is the most surprising about this Georgia team, that this defense, with everything they lost to the NFL, is still averaging less than two touchdowns a game to an opponent. It's impressive. Now, go look at Georgia's schedule. You know, you can only play who's who's in front of you. They were dominated Oregon in the opener, but after that, you know, they avoided some of the, the tougher teams, uh, you know, th- throughout the, the college football world this year. Um, you know, didn't have to play Bama. But, you know, that, that's where one of my big concerns is, is LSU's offensive line against, against Georgia's yes. line. Because Bingo. LSU's, LSU's O-line against Arkansas, we saw it. It wasn't great. You know, they, they, they did a great job of uh, scheming up and, and getting after the, the freshman tackles. And then I thought this past week against A&M, they were good in, in run blocking. They were not good, you know, great pass protecting. Emory Jones got beat a couple of times. But what's crazy, Mike, is Georgia's only had 22 sacks this year. That's that's middle of the pack in the SEC, you know, less than two sacks a game. But They the get pressure. Is, yeah, they do. And Jaden yeah. is the most sacked quarterback in the SEC. He's been sacked 40 times this year. Now that's a little skewed because he runs so much. Right. Some of those happen behind the line and he, and he gets called a sack. But – I think LSU's O-line has got to play great this week, give Jaden some time and keep those drives alive. And, you know, we just saw what A&M did schematically to, to LSU, getting those seven, eight yards on first down last week, and it set up those second and shorts and third and shorts. I wonder if, if LSU could maybe go into, you know, with a game plan like that this week. Try to pick up those six, seven, eight yards on first down and then give you a manageable second and third and, Maybe keeps keep play some keep away, keep those long sustained drives going because, uh, man, again, uh, like I said, Georgia's defense they, they're, st- they're they're studs in the secondary, but big Jalen Carter up front, number eighty-eight, huh. he's been getting better and better week by week. And you, know, you got to run the ball. Yeah. Bottom yeah. line, Chris, you got to run the ball against Georgia, and hopefully Josh is healthy. I, I don't know if he's going to be, but you can get a running game going because I think that's going to be the key for LSU. You got to be able to run the football with Daniels, with Josh, with Noah Kane, with John Emery, whoever. You got to be able to give them a semblance of a rushing attack, which you really didn't have against AM. You really didn't. You were forced to throw it, uh, especially in the second half. Yeah, and John Emery, we saw, you know, had some nice runs and ended up with all the touchdowns. But to me, how healthy is Jaden? I mean, we I saw don't know. the hes- we saw the hesitant Jaden Daniels again last week. We saw him against Arkansas. You know, he was letting it fly against Florida, against Ole Miss, against Alabama. But we saw him, you know, sitting back there holding the ball, holding the ball. And you're literally screaming at the TV, throw the football, get rid of it. Uh, got to let it fly this week. Like I said, Georgia's got a really good secondary. Keely Ringo's had a great year. Chris Smith has been great. Malachi Starks, that, that kid has been a stud of a true freshman. But to me, if LSU's going to win this game, if they're going to have a chance, they got to let it fly down the field. you got – Kayshawn Booty, you've got Malik Neighbors. Get those guys the football, test those DBs, and let it fly. And then the other side is Jaden's got to run effectively. Um, Georgia's done a good job of, of slowing down the running quarterbacks this year. Bo Nix only had 37 yards. Robbie Ashford had 52. Jaden's going to have to have over 50-plus rushing yards this week. I think if LSU has any chance to win this one. So it's asking a lot, but that's what's got to happen if they're going to win this game. Well, uh, you know, Chris, I, I think it'd be a monumental upset. Um, now, uh, you know, the one thing, 
you know, it has to be in back of uh, players' minds because they are human, uh, that e- even if Georgia loses, they still win the postseason. Now think about that. You've played so well this year. Eh, if we win, now we want to win the SEC title. Uh, uh, ultimately, you want to be a national champion. But if Georgia loses, they're still going to the postseason. You know, it's not an expanded playoff. It's only four teams, but they're still going to be in that number. And I, I still look at it. They're averaging 38 points a game. They're only giving up 11 points a game. And then, you know, like I told Mike, like whether it's been but don't break, they lead the nation in red zone offense. 97% of the time they get inside the 20-yard line, they're scoring. <laughs> and then you look, uh, they're number one nationally in red zone defense, uh, giving up a score like you might say, well, that's a lot. But, no, it's number one in the nation 64% of the time. So that, that's why, I mean, I don't know. The, the ball got to bounce LSU's way. You got to get some turnovers. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, are we like LSU's plus two? And maybe, uh, you know, they shoot themselves in the foot. Because the one thing I've noticed about Georgia, Chris, I don't know if you noticed this, that oh, look at that Missouri game. They kind of play to their opponent. And then all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter. Man, we, we might lose this game. We got to turn it on. And then they did against Missouri. So but that, when but, they but, played but, against Tennessee, oh, no, they, 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 they were like, man, Tennessee, yeah, they man, come on over here. We will spank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's where I go back to Stetson Bennett being good, not, not great this year. Yes. Uh, the, the, one, the one stat that st- stands out to me is he's had seven rushing touchdowns this year. When Georgia gets in the red zone, everyone's looking at the running backs. Stetson will will he'll, he will take the ball himself and yes. he'll go run it in. And that's where I think a Harold Perkins could play a role you know, shadowing Bennett if he's going to tuck it and run it, and and you know, I know really one thing. Away. He ain't running away from Harold Perkins. Well, no, I've, but I've been it, on the it, field it, with Stetson, but but but, but, but but he's way more athletic than you think. No, but uh, Harold Perkins is oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. a is a different guy out on that football field. So Stetson can run pretty well, but he if he cuts the corner, um, he uh, Harold Perkins is catching him. And the other thing is, guys, what did Kentucky do so well against Georgia two weeks ago? Yep. They held them the field goal. Yes. They kept getting down in the red area and kept making them settle for three. If LSU can do that and, and keep the offense in this game, I think they're going to have a great chance. And what's crazy is, you know, we, we look at Georgia, and they've been such a good running team since Kirby's been there, but they're kind of middle of the pack this year in running the football. Ole Miss ran the ball better. Arkansas ran the ball better. Florida, Tennis had better run games this year. Then, then Georgia, now what they do is they run the ball collectively as a group. It's literally running back by committee from Kenny McIntosh to Dejon Edwards, Kendall Milton. They've only had two 100-yard rushers this year. I mean, that's how much they spread the ball around and share the load. So, um, again, there, there's just little things I look at say maybe LSU has a chance. And to Bobby's point, this is a big game for Kirby Smart. You know, Kirby, this is his fifth time to Atlanta. He's only won the SEC championship once. Once. So, he wants yeah. to win one. I mean, he, he's lost Alabama three times. He's lost to LSU once. So he wants to get this one and put this one in the trophy case because the same exact thing, like Bobby said, happened last year. They went into this game, lost it, and still got into the playoffs right. and won the championship. But they've been avoiding uh, winning those SEC championships, and he wants to get one of those in his trophy case. Chris Gordy, for all things SEC, subscribe to Locked On SEC on the Odyssey app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Chris, thank you. Thank you, Chris. All right, Chris. Anytime, guys. All right, guys. The Deuce McAllister, the legendary Deuce McAllister, will join us after the break. This is Sports Talk here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.